it's just a cough linctus. Hello and welcome to this week's Urgent Bite, brought to you by the Royal New Zealand College of Urgent Care. My name is Guy Melrose and today I want to draw your attention to an important drug interaction. I've often mentioned various sources I use to try and keep abreast of all the new updates to medical practice or to trigger a refresher of my own existing knowledge. It's often a case of skimming through the contents to see what has relevance to urgent care, and if it piques my interest, then I linger longer and read a bit deeper. What becomes tricky sometimes is to work out if the information is totally new to me, or is actually something I once knew, or perhaps should know, but such as the way of the human brain, it seems. And so it was reading through the latest MedSafe prescriber update. I saw an interesting article on opioids and the risk of serotonin syndrome. It occurred to me that this may be an interaction that I had lurking in the depths of my memory, but to be honest, it's probably a little bit hazy, so it seemed like a good one to read into in a little more depth. And there was a couple of interesting urgent care points that I could extract from there that were new to me. So what follows is my little pricey and take home from reading this article, but I have linked in the show notes and would encourage you all to have a read. So opioids increase the risk of serotonin syndrome when co-prescribed with antidepressants, and certain combinations are more risky than others. Now, while in urgent care we're not likely to be starting many patients on antidepressants, we will certainly encounter a lot of patients who are already taking them. And opioids, on the other hand, we're likely to prescribe way more commonly, so being aware of the interactions with these people on antidepressants is very important. And this is actually true of all prescribing, So personally, if I do have doubts about interactions, I always use the New Zealand formulary interaction checker, which easily allows you to cross-reference medications and see if there is any issue in prescribing. Now, this update has placed the risk into a great little easy-to-read table. So if you take nothing more from this podcast, please make sure you review that table. It risk stratifies the opioid and the antidepressants, such as to create this table that should then list whether it's a safe, possible rare interactions, increased risk of serotonin syndrome, or contraindicated. So, starting with the opioids, low-risk opioids are considered morphine, codeine, buprenorphine, and oxycodone. Medium risk is fentanyl and methadone, and high risk is tramadol, pethidine, and dextromorphin. Now, an interesting point to note here is that dextromorphin is a constituent of cough medicines. So during winter months, many of our patients may be self-medicating with cough syrups. So this again highlights the importance of ensuring we take full medication history and make sure we really drill down into the details of any over-the-counter preparations. Now, relating to antidepressants, Low and intermediate risk groups are SSRIs, 
SNRIs, tricyclics, lithium and St. John's wort, whereas high risk are MAOIs, as well as anybody who has had a previous serotonin syndrome. So the table allows us to easily risk stratify when prescribing. So prescribing tramadol to a patient on an MAOI, for example, is contraindicated, whereas morphine and an SSRI is less likely to cause serotonin syndrome. And other combinations are somewhere in the middle, but the table allows you and your patient to evaluate the risks. So what are my urgent care take-homes from this? Always stop and think when prescribing opioids. Is this patient on an antidepressant? And if so, we should be looking to establish clearly which one. MAOIs are not that commonly prescribed, but how often have you seen written in the notes or written yourself, antidepressant, query which one? Now, this is important information, not just for interactions with opioids, but for all prescribing. So we really should probably be endeavouring to have an accurate list of medications by which to assess the interactions. So we should be asking a little bit more depth. OK, you're on an antidepressant, but please can you tell me which one? And if they don't know, our options are to check computer systems or to speak with the pharmacy or the patient's GP. And secondly, while this is yet more good reason to perhaps rethink prescribing tramadol and certainly pethidine in urgent care, we must not forget that, particularly during the ERTI season, our patients might be taking cough medicines. And as with simply documenting them being on an antidepressant, so too we should not simply write over-the-counter cough medicine. There are so many out there and all have different ingredients, it's wise for us to ensure we know what the patient is actually taking. So we should look to be more specific when gathering this information, because it may be they're on a drug that contains dextromorphan, and this may have implications on their potential to have a serotonin syndrome. One final little take-home was a little refresher on what serotonin syndrome presents like. Even though it is very rare, symptoms include diarrhea, diaphoresis, agitation, sweating, hypertension, hyperthermia, tachycardia, hyperreflexia and clonus. So make sure you all have a check of the prescriber update linked in the show notes. Reviewing these updates when they come through is always recommended, and they usually do have some little urgent care relevant information. Once you've read them through, reflected on the learning, make sure you log it as CPD. In addition to what I've just discussed, this month's update also includes a good reminder about non-steroidal anti-inflammatories being contraindicated in pregnancy. Now we'll be back again next week with another podcast. I look forward to seeing you all then, but for now, thanks for listening.